Welcome to the Sisterhood of the Traveling Gee, where we travel around to connect with women and connect women with resources. Today we're going to be speaking with Michelle, the founder of Women in Jiu-Jitsu, which is a Facebook community and group that focuses on physical therapy, specifically women's pelvic health. Hope you enjoy. I feel like I've seen you before. Did you go to role model camp? No, but I signed up for this year. Okay. You look super familiar. So how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Good. I stumbled across your page. So, (laughs) but I can say everywhere I go, it's like one of the number one resources I give other women because they're all like, oh my goodness, like we live in the middle of nowhere and you, because I go camping quite a bit. And so we'll go visit the gyms in the areas we go camping. Oh, and I'm like, fun. I promise you're not the only one here. Here's like all of this stuff. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks. That's amazing. Yeah. That's why I do it. Cause it's definitely a need. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get started? How'd you get started in jujitsu? Um, well, jujitsu came to me because I really wanted to learn self-defense and it was a friend of mine had brought up, she ran across like, I think Krav Maga in a book she was reading and she said, you know, I started at this gym and it's been great. I love it so much. You have to totally do it. So I actually started off with the interest in doing craft because of just the, the, the need to do self-defense. Not that I shouldn't say the need, but I just, I really always had it in me to really like dig deep into some self-defense training. So I ended up at the same gym and I started going, I kind of signed up for that membership where I could get like all the Krav and all the jujitsu classes for a few months just to try it out. And, uh, my schedule just really was only opening my, me up to the jujitsu classes. And to be honest, I went to my first class. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Everybody was jumping at each other, even just for the warmups. These guys were like, ah, like all over each other. I'm like, I don't know what I've just gotten myself into. <laughs> so I, um, I was like the, the, the stubbornness fighter in me, it was like, I'm not just going to turn around and walk out. I can't do that. So I'm staying, I'm going to figure this out and uh, I'll get through it and probably never come back. But like the instructor was awesome and he got me rolling right away with one of the other uh, higher belts female instructors and I literally fell in love instantly I'm like oh my gosh it's amazing and then I don't know I just didn't have time to do both so I just kind of stuck with jujitsu and really started digging deep and just got addicted right away just like I'm sure everybody can uh, um, relate to right <laughs> <laughs> that's super interesting I think that's the first time I've heard that. I came from one thing I stayed for another <laughs> Yeah, I did. And then honestly, like, then I was like, I can't do both. So if Krav, like maybe later, I do really love that training, that training, um, aspect. And I would love to go through the belting system for that one day, but there's only so much time in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been training for? Um, almost seven years. Nice. Yeah. Where are you at now? So I have my purple belt and, um, a while ago I got one stripe. So that's about where I'm at right now. Have you stayed at one gym or have you moved gyms at all? No, I've been at the same gym. Um, I occasionally have gone to other gyms just because of partnerships that we have, but I have one main gym and um, I instruct there on Sundays. Well, every other now, but um, on Sundays, like a, like a co-ed open gym type of style where I do a lot of drilling. And um, so, yeah, so I teach too there now. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. It's always good to see women in coaching statuses, especially in co-ed classes. 
I yeah, see it all the time in the women's community and the kids community when it comes to co-ed. It's very far in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So in the last seven years with you training, how has you seen it evolved from your point of view of when you first came to now? Um, you know, I really I do really love how how it's just grown for women and how there there does seem to be a little bit more. I don't know, respect for women. I know that there's a long way to go and there's a lot of, there's a lot of unfortunate things. I feel like for a while we were hearing a lot about the, the miss, you know, just the uh, mistreatment of women in our sport and in a lot of different aspects and just, you know, sexual trauma and, you know, that, those types of things. I don't, I don't love when we start, you know, hearing more about that, which I know it's out there, but um yeah, I mean, I just, I love to see how and hear how it's just one of the fastest growing sports for women and women getting out there and not only getting their fitness level up, but learning a skill when they leave. And, you know, whether you want to take it into the competitive route or if you're using it for self-defense or fitness or fun or whatever, I think it's all great. So that leads me to my next question. How's your competition life? I yeah. tell you though, because I'm older too. I'm I'm in my early 30s though, but even then, like I was like, this is too much. Y'all are too young. This is too fast. I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> like this is a this is an odd <laughs> starting point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've competed before in other things, but there was nothing like the adrenaline that stayed with me with those. I was like, okay, any second now it's gonna be done. Any second, any second now, this adrenaline's gonna shake off. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then you're like, I'm like, wait, I wouldn't even, I gotta go out there again, like, and again. And it just, it was like, ah, for the first one. But, um, but after, you know, after that, the, the next one wasn't so bad like that, but it had been so far between my two competitions, like my first and second, I signed up for one, had an injury, had to like back out. And then I think maybe six months later, I competed again. And it just was like, it's too much. It's too much <laughs> for my old brain body and all of it. But I, I I love the sport. I'll never leave it, but yeah, time to just technically advance and focus on that. <laughs> so I want to, I want to dig into a little bit about that since you found jujitsu later in life, what advice would you give to anybody that's also later in life, try intimidated of coming onto the mats? Yeah, I would say, you know, jujitsu literally is for everybody. I can't even like, it's for everybody. Just go for it. You know, the one thing, like when you walk into a gym, it's super intimidating and you'll know you're, that's never going to not be the case. So I would say just go for it and find somebody there that you can ask the questions to and sort of identify, not maybe not identify with right away, but find somebody that you can have be your kind of go-to person, somebody that you can like you know, um, you know, what about this? What's my next thing? What do you think I should focus on? And just kind of get that initial, that initial education. The other thing is, if you're super intimidated, I would say go in and set up like a private lesson to start with, or like if your gym doesn't have that like beginner class where it's all beginners together, then I would say, you know, set up a private lesson with one of the higher belts or, um, you know, the instructor, if they offer that. And just kind of get those initial nerves out of the way that those questions and get them all answered. But I think, you know, if it's meant to be for you that it, it you get hooked right away. I really do believe that if that's your sport, then it, there's going to be not a problem figuring out how much you love it quickly. <laughs> so I got a question that, that I never thought about that. What's the difference between a beginner's class and a fundamentals class? 
I would say they're probably close to the same, right? Like, so when you begin, you have to get those fundamentals. We, our gym, um, I would love to see that kind of grow a little bit more. We've talked about it. And um, I, I just, I, I think a, a lot of the people at our gym would love to see that fundament, fundamentals class that you have to go through before you really join the other classes just to get the basics. Because I remember when I started, I didn't have that, like that my gym was super new. So there wasn't a ton of structure going on in the beginning. Um, and I remember being very, not only intimidated by just rolling in general, but more so like the, um, the language and just hearing the names of the techniques, like they would say stuff. And it just, I was like, okay, what? Like I was still, I was, it was just, it was a lot. So I feel like that fundamentals, basics, beginner, whatever you call it would just give you like that basic, like framing, shrimping, you know, just bridging, just these, some of these basic moves and um, just, you know, just surviving basically and how it's important to just focus on getting your basics down and not killing the other person. Cause I know we've all been up against those newer white belt guys and girls. I would never just hone in on just the guys, but um, spazzy just coming at you and like flailing around, like I'm going to kill you today. And it's like, no, you're not going to kill me today. We're eventually going to get to the part where I submit you because I am purple and you just walked in the door. I mean, there's just, and it's not an ego on my part or your part or whatever. It's just, it's just, you have a lot to learn here. Like give it some respect and and they're not going to know that right away. So if you have that initial class where those people can just walk in, it just really, I think would do a lot for like just evening the playing field for those like the ones that are super intimidating and the ones that are super spazzy and just bring them all to that level. It's like, all right, let's just all go at this together with the right mindset <laughs> in a perfect world. <laughs> oh, I've gotten to the point where if they're like a lot bigger than me and spazzy and I'm like, yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I like my sport and I want to keep doing it. I don't want to die today. <laughs> I love you and respect you for being here, but I'm going to say next. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your Facebook group. What is it and how did it get started? So it's a Facebook group for obviously women in jujitsu for our sport and for, um, for the focus of, so, so in general, I just want to help people train as long as they can. And some of the things that take people away or focus away are health issues. And one of the health issues that I can help make a difference in and guide people to better care is the pelvic floor issues, the leakage issues, women's health in general. So just, you know, there's always information out there about like, we're always talking about sports bras and period panties and things like that. But my main focus in that group is to help people understand the importance of training that deep core and how your pelvic floor comes into that and how we can really make a difference and keep you training, even though you may be having issues like leakage and prolapse. So these things can be helped with the intervention of a pelvic floor PT. That's what I do. I've been doing that for 20 years now. There was a, there were a while, like I was at a couple years ago now, I think I started it two or three years ago. And at that time, there were quite a few posts on other website, other groups, like the women's grappling network. And that's the probably one of the larger ones. So I was seeing people post about leakage issues and I would just kind of like make comments in here and there and just kind of make suggestions and then started messaging people in private and realizing, okay, this is like, why didn't I think about this? This is a big issue for our sport. And this is what I love doing. So why don't I just 
jump in and try to help these women a little bit more. So um, I, I got myself educated on how to start a Facebook group and what that would mean to help grow a community and do that in the right way. Um, so I did that and just started. So the, the main focus is to put information out for pelvic health and to help these women with the leakage during training, because it is a big deal. And it's, you know, some women are very comfortable talking about it and some women just aren't. So privacy on my page is a big deal. If people don't want to talk, if they want to private message me, very open to whatever myself, but understand that there's, you know, privacy issues as well. It's tough managing the group sometimes because it gets, you know, of, you know, once you get, I mean, it's, it's like 8,000 people. So there's, you know, a lot of different opinions that come up, a lot of monitoring that needs to happen. And, but I think in general, we keep it pretty positive and encouraging. And that's, that's the main focus is making sure that everything's positive, encouraging, and that people feel safe talking about those things. And I offer all kinds of opportunities for help just in all different avenues. I put out videos for exercise, just little snippets, um, ways to help your rolling with stronger opponents, because when it really comes down to it, you train your deep core, you're going to not only help leakage, but you're going to help power yourself for stronger opponents, um, surviving a little bit longer in your roles, becoming stronger in your movements and preventing injury. Really. I mean, that, you know, that's, that's really what it comes down to too, is all of that. But I mean, the main focus was to help people with leakage, but there's so many other benefits to joining in on some of the exercises and, um, the core program that I have or working with me one-on-one I've done that with people too. Yeah. It's funny. Your, your snippets of your videos for your core strength. I actually did that like in the very beginning when I first found it and it was, I was so shocked at how like my, my jujitsu had progressed just because really? That's awesome. Using, I love that. Yeah. Because I was using muscles. I didn't know that I truly needed because I would always get stuck in these places and people would be like, just do this. I'm like, my body doesn't work that way. And then once I started doing the core and like strengthening my knees and stuff like that, I was like, your body does do that. You just, you need to train your body to do that. So, yeah. So everybody just bringing this group together for me personally was really great because, you know, I was doing it for 19 years or however many years at the time. And it just gets, um, you know, you get like complacent or things get kind of, I don't want to say boring, but like, doing the same thing. And it's just brought a lot of excitement for my job, bringing all of you ladies into it, which has been <laughs> really fun. And I've worked with people one-on-one and just meeting people on a, on a deeper level. Um, and that way, even though it's on zoom, it's, or, you know, it's just, it's really cool. It's been really great to make some more personal, deep connections in that way and really see people get the help they need. And, um, so for me personally, it's been really great. So how has that played in your home gym? Does it couple nicely or are they separate? Um, you know, for, for the most part at the home gym, I help people all the time with just different injuries and women will come to me about just, I think it's just open the door to let people know like, oh, you are really open to all of this. So I feel like people have been coming to me more about like maybe past traumas that they've been involved with. Um, you know, people are always coming to me about their shoulder or their back or their (laughs) hips or their knees or neck. So that's the other part of it. But, um, but yeah, women in general, my, my, the people that I roll with at my gym do come to me more now for advice. So it's nice because it opened that up for them without saying, Hey, I can treat you. Is anybody here leaking? You know, like without, (laughs) it's actually been pretty great. It opened up a lot of doors in a lot of different ways. And, um, the more surprising one actually was the women coming to me with trauma past 
uh, past traumas. And um, I actually worked with one woman after like off hours. Um, she was struggling with something and we kind of were rolling through it a little bit. And it was, it was a really cool thing. I kind of hoped someday in the future to do a little bit more with that and work with women. Um, I think that it just plays us, it could play a huge role for women who have had past traumas. So I don't really even know what that looks like, but I think that that really was cool for me to do. Now, here's like completely off the deep end, but do you think physical therapy and mental therapy couple nicely together, especially in the world of jujitsu? Like, is that kind of what you, I don't know how it, I'm with you. I don't know what it would look like, but I know what you're talking about. And I don't know, I don't even know how to address it. Like, cause I know some of it's physical and I know some of it's mental and there's gotta mm -hmm. be like, there's gotta be a tie. I just don't know what it is, but yeah. Like your past trauma you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think hundred percent there's a tie in. You can't, you wouldn't be able to do one without considering the other. And so what I've been doing on the side is a little bit of just educating myself on what victims of trauma go through and what the mindset is. And just, I, you know, I, I guess that's the place to start is understanding the psychological aspect of it more so that bringing in some kind of training that helps with that. I'm not doing the psychological aspect of it a disservice. So I just, I don't like, like I said, I don't know what it looks like, but I, starting with just educating myself on that psychological aspect, I think is step one. Okay. And then just knowing, you know, jujitsu and the body and bringing that piece into it later, maybe coming up with some kind of training or some kind of program or some kind of help. I don't know. I don't know, but I really, I, all I can say is like working with her in that way was like super cool. It was really, it just, it did so much for both of us. It was really a cool thing. Yeah. That's really enlightening. It almost sets a fire to like, go learn about it too. Cause I'm mm -hmm. with you. If somebody has a panic, we've seen it too, you know, where somebody has a panic attack and you're just like, I just know to be here and mm -hmm. be here in a way that you need me to be. So how do you need me to be here? But that's all I knew. Yeah. Yeah. Like we roll and then she'd kind of cry a little bit and then we'd stop and she's like, nope, keep going. Like it was totally like run by her. Like it was in her control. I think that's important too for um, people who have gone through that to feel that sense of control over their training and what they're doing. And it's hard because with rolling, you don't always feel like you're in control. And um, so anyway, so that's a tangent someday. I hope to go farther into. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it back to your group, so when did you actually start it? Do you said two years ago? I think it was three years ago now, actually. Ago? So about okay. it was three years ago in, uh, okay. I think of February, February or November, uh, November three years ago. Yeah, that's what it was. How did it grow to, to what it is today? Well, okay. So how it grew initially, I had it going as a group that I made. I called it something different. Um, and then- I called it don't pee in the ghee. <laughs> I love that. So it's great, but um, it was bringing in some creepers, like major creepers, and it was a problem. And not only that, like it just, it wasn't growing like I thought it could. And so what I did is I um, actually came across these two really great guys that train that, you know, if you, if you learn from them and you work with them, they help you understand how their 
way of growing a Facebook group was, and they've been very successful at doing so. And um, I, I kind of dove in with them a little bit and they helped educate me on how to make posts and what's important and what people really want and how you reach more people and speak to the larger community, keeping always in mind why you're doing it and that you care so much about these people and you want, do want to help them. And I just loved their, their genuineness about it. So I, I chose to work with them and they helped me. They helped me along with, um, you know, creating that group and making it what it is today. So just teaching me about posting and doing polls and bringing in experts and things like that. So I, and I think that that really did help it grow and then word of mouth, you know, people would tell their friends and just join the group. And so a, a part of it was intentional on my part, but the other part was, is just organic. And I feel that it's, I feel that I've um, not done a, a real good job lately of keeping up with everybody like I want to. So I do, you know, I am, I'm going to be opening up a, my core program again as a, like a group program pretty soon, because I've all of a sudden just lately, I've had like 10 or 15 people emailing me and texting me and I'm um, not texting me, private messaging me through Facebook. When are you starting that program? I remember you mentioning it. Let's do it. So I feel like I'm like, okay, I got to get this going again. So many people need help. So I do plan on doing that very soon. And I will be making a post about it very soon and getting that going. But, um, so yeah, I think it's just, uh, there's definitely a need and need to get going with it again. So that's coming soon. <laughs> that's awesome. So now I know you're still training, but where are you, do you, where are you actually training out of? I don't even know. Where I'm in Michigan. Okay. I'm in Michigan, the Detroit area. Okay. And so specifically Shelby township is where my gym is it's at 22 in Van Dyke. Um, if anybody's in the area, but yeah, so that's where I'm at in Michigan. Okay. Awesome. For some reason, I, I, for a split second, I was like, are you in Canada? Cause I remember seeing all the snow and everything. And I was like, that's gotta be like oh, way up north. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're up here pretty far. We're almost in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So what do you do for fun in your free time besides PT and jujitsu? Oh, let's see. Um, my free time literally is jujitsu if I have it, but I do, I love hanging with my kids. I have a 13 and a 16 year old and thankfully they still want to hang out with me sometimes. So I very much enjoy that. And I grab onto that every second I get, cause I know they're going to not want to be with me someday very soon. It's coming that I know that that's coming. <laughs> do they train as well? You know, my youngest did for a year and then she at that time she was like, I think only 11. So she was kind of getting, wanting to try other things. So she's a dancer now, but, um, she does, she keeps telling me I miss jujitsu so much. So she definitely got the bug. So she'll be back someday. I'm like jujitsu is always going to be there for you. You do your stuff yeah. and uh, figure yourself out. So I'm always supportive of whatever they want to do. My older one, she's a softball player. She loves softball and she's awesome. And it's all good. Yeah. I love spending time with them. I mean, and I guess I do have guilty Netflix pleasures that I probably shouldn't <laughs> indulge in as much as I do, but I do love that too. Awesome. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> okay. So for the brand new woman coming into the mats, had no idea, no background in training, non-athletic, just the there, just Jill, the accountant comes in. What advice would you get her, give her just to get in the door? Um, I would say, you know, you know, what are your goals? Are you, you wanting self-defense? Are you wanting just some fitness? Let's get in here and let's speak to that. So find somebody who in the gym can, 
um, help bring you along. And like I said, get in there, just learn the basics. And I, I firmly believe, and I know that there, this is kind of like a, this is, this is a debatable issue, but I feel like get somebody in your gym that's trustworthy to roll with them day one. Like, I feel like get them in a role and get them in that, that physical, like, you know, just rolling situation where you have to like figure out the survival and kind of like teach them some base. So first teach them the basics, get them in there, help them understand the sport a little bit and what it's all about. But then I believe people should roll that first day with somebody trustworthy. Obviously, if you have a bunch of white belts floating around, don't do it. But <laughs> it's, I, I do, I, because like I said, I feel like once you get in there and you roll once, it's you're, you're going to love it immediately. Or you're going to be like, this is so not for me. Right. I feel like that's the case, but I would tell them, you know, you're just, you're going to get in here and you're going to feel so good. You're going to learn a cardio you've never understood before. You're going to learn a skill leaving here. You're going to feel empowered some days. You're going to feel defeated some days, but it's like this long journey of awesomeness. I just can't even I feel like when you bring somebody in for the first time, they can, they can get that energy from you right away when you love it. So I feel like it's important to put them with those people who just are so in love with the sport and can just bring them right along. Yeah. You kind of touched on it a little bit because I was going to ask the same question about the recipient side, being the gym, having that person come in the day one, no experience. So I heard, you know, pair them up with somebody that's trustworthy, obviously, um, yeah. What's some other things that you would recommend to the gym? Um, you know, I would say help them understand how overwhelming it's going to be because it is, and there's no doubt about it. Let them know that you understand how intimidating it can be. Um, from a female aspect, you know, ask them if they're comfortable rolling with men right away. They might not be, they might want to stick with just females and that's Okay. Um, if there's no females to offer, just, you know, just say, you know, I know this might be uncomfortable at first, but I am, you know, I'm a black belt, I'm a brown belt, whatever it might, the case may be. And I have a lot of training and I'm going to help, you know, teach you some basics and bring you along, but I, I get it if it's not comfortable, right. You know, just, just trying to understand where they're coming from, but also pushing them a little bit, you know, bringing them out of their comfort zone a little bit, which is, you know, I think that's good too. But, um, I think helping them understand that, you know, it's a long journey. And today you're going to feel overwhelmed and some days are going to feel, I mean, you know, you've, you've felt it. And some days you feel like you're on top of the world with it. And then the other days you come in and you're like, I know nothing. So just helping <laughs> so them looking at offer up. How much can I sound like useful? <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> totally. It's frustrating. Oh my gosh. I've been going through something super like big in my personal life and it's just taken me away from it. And it's, you know, it's frustrating when life gets in the way it's frustrating when you feel like everybody's getting better and you're not, but it it's just appreciating the long journey of it and not being frustrated right away. Cause I know the new people right away are like, I just wish I knew more. I wish I knew more submissions. Can we just do more arm bars? And I'm, and you're just constantly bringing them back saying, okay, you're going to get it. You're going to learn it. It's going to be fine. Just keep coming, keep coming back consistency is everything. So it's just being understanding of that initial frustration, but speaking to it a little bit, but also challenging them too. Is there anything you want to add? Um, just, you know, I, I just wanted to be like super appreciative of you recognizing the, the value in 
my specific group and just our sport in general and being in a position to support women in our sport. I think that's really great. And um, I really appreciate you, you wanting to make time for this because it is big. And I'm, I just pray that people watch and see that, okay, it doesn't have to be something that we're afraid of. If, you know, if, if I have something like leaking and it's keeping me from training, I don't have to be afraid of talking about it. There's people out there that want to support me and help me. And I'm always open to messaging people or calling people and talking to people to make sure they're getting the right guidance. Cause there's plenty of help out there. And I know that people live in very remote areas too. And so a group like this can be of help when you don't have anybody in your immediate area, because it is hard to come by. So you getting, helping to get word out is very much appreciated. And I know that there's somebody out there that you're helping today by doing this. So I very much appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Same. Like, I think the biggest thing I I really like about your group is you don't offer just solutions to the problem. Like, like you said, you know, just wear period panties. Mm, No, let's work on your core. (laughs) And then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm all for like the pant, the panties that help with leaking and pads and whatever you have to do in the meantime, um, to help keep comfort. But, you know, eventually we need to kind of come to the point where we realize, yes, you have had babies or yes, you are, you know, maybe a, B and C are the reasons you're leaking, but it, you don't have to accept it. I guess that's the whole, that's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it is common, but it doesn't have to be accepted by you. There's things that we need to, to, you know, like, let's, let's, let's uh, try to make a difference in it and figure out why and where you need to go from there to make it better. Well, I so appreciate your time. I appreciate your network. I appreciate your group and all the materials that you give out there. Make sure I stay connected with you. So when you release the dates for your boot camp, we can actually post it everywhere we are. Okay, we great. Draw them into your group. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I appreciate your time. I really enjoyed this. Not a problem at all. I appreciate you and I enjoyed it too. So thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. See you later. That concludes today's episode. You can find our next event at www.sottg.com. It's actually going to be a full weekend event on March 11th, held at the Gracie Gym in Richardson, and March 12th at KSJJ in Fort Worth. Hope to see you on the mats. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends.